Welcome into the PFF NFL Daily. Today, discussing 0-2 teams and the teams most likely to make the playoffs despite that 0-2 start. This was this was Sam's idea again to be all optimistic and to give all fan bases of 0-2 teams a little bit of hope. Let's see who can actually make the playoffs here. Remember, all those stats about teams that start 0-2 very rarely making the playoffs. Even though we have a 17-game schedule, it may change things a little bit. The general rule on my end is if you start 0-2, it's probably because you're not that good, but we do see teams climb out of those holes. Um, Sam, let's go through the 0-2 teams really quick. New York Giants, Minnesota Vikings, Detroit Lions, Atlanta Falcons, New York Jets, Jacksonville Jaguars, Indianapolis Colts. Who do you like the best to climb out of their 0-2 hole? Yeah, you say it was my idea, but actually it came from Twitter from a guy called at Ragnar's Kingdom, King Ragnar, the the Viking. Of, um, of course. So... I'm just stealing his idea and repurposing it as our own. Uh, but I do like it. I, I, I like the concept. Therefore, brought it to you, and that's what we're rolling with. Um, here's an interesting thing, though. You go to the PFF Power Rankings. If you type in PFF Power Rankings on Google, you'll get there. Or if you go to the betting dropdown, it's there at the top of the page, Power Rankings. Uh, it gives you uh, percentage chances, our projections to make the playoffs, to win the division title, to win the conference championship to win the Super Bowl. So it's got all the data for all these teams. Let me just run you through what the data and the simulations say the percentages are for each one of these teams. Uh, let's go in reverse order. The Detroit Lions have a 7% chance of making the playoffs. That sounds about right. Uh, not looking good for Detroit. The New York Jets have a 14% chance of making the playoffs. Not great for them. Jacksonville, despite being in the AFC South, have a 19% chance to make the playoffs. Uh, not ideal there. New York Giants, again, despite being in a pretty winnable division, 23% chance to make the playoffs. Minnesota Vikings, 26% chance. Atlanta Falcons with a 31% chance to make the playoffs, bizarrely enough. And then the most likely of these teams, according to the simulations, the Indianapolis Colts with a 59% chance to make the playoffs still, despite being 0-2. Wow, that's, that's a big number for the Colts. So obviously... When you're two weeks into the season, now here's the difference between PFF power rankings and what you're going to see everywhere else, everywhere else. All the other power rankings that are going to come out across the internet, other than data-driven sites, they're all going to say, here's all the 2-0 and teams, here's all the 1-1 and teams, here's all the 0-2 teams, right? Like, that's how power rankings are done. It's very much based off of record other than a couple teams here and there. Our data is going to be coming from histor a historical view, so... What we thought before the season still matters and is still baked in here. And I think that's why the Colts are so high, right? I mean, they're in a division with the Jaguars, with the Texans. The computer certainly doesn't like either of those teams. And it's Colts right. versus Titans still, I think, when we're looking at this AFC South battle. That's definitely part of it. And then the other thing that factors in here is the Colts have the 29th uh, Ooh. strongest, yeah. or 20, 29th hardest strength of schedule. So they have an easy, an easy strength of schedule and play in a weak division. So in theory, they should still be a team that's in that playoff race and potentially still winning. The other part about the two Colts losses, they did come against the NFC. So when we're talking tiebreakers, the you know playing uh, the other conference losses and all that stuff don't factor in nearly as much. Right. Um, and good teams. And they're very good teams. Right. So uh, the strength of schedule is certainly a big factor. So Colts fans, don't worry. Uh, we do think you'll be better. I do like their roster. Um, with Eric Fisher back and when Braden Smith is healthy, at right tackle. I think that offensive line is going to be much better. Uh, the defense should be better than I think they've played in these first two weeks against the Seahawks and against the Rams. And remember a couple weeks ago, I said, look, I, I just want to make sure Carson Wentz isn't a disaster. I just want to see that he's not as bad as he was 
last year. Hasn't been perfect, but he's certainly not where he was last year. 67.8 grade here through two games. I think Carson Wentz is good enough to, uh, you know, lead a, lead a playoff charge here for the Colts. Right. And even if they miss having him as the starter for a couple of weeks with those sprained ankles and they have to roll with Jason, Jacob Eason for a while, I still think just the nature of it, because the, the schedule is relatively easy and because that division I just don't see a team necessarily pulling themselves together in that division very quickly. So I think they'll have a shot regardless for a while. Like the, the Colts, I think, are still a reasonably good team. I'm a little bit concerned about their coverage. The The secondary is looking very weak compared to the year ago. But I think the Colts, of these teams, the Colts are definitely the one with the best chance to make the playoffs, just given the environment around them and the situation they're facing. The more interesting thing, I think, is like, who's next? Who's the next most likely? By the percentages, it was Atlanta. I, that's the one I don't necessarily get. No. I, don't have, I don't have a lot of confidence in Atlanta through two weeks. You know, I, when I'm looking at how they played against the Eagles, and yeah, they played the Bucs in week two, don't love much about their defense, don't love much about their offense. And if this is banking on Matt Ryan being uh, the Matt Ryan uh, top eight quarterback of years past, I get that piece of the puzzle but just not seeing that right now from ryan or the rest of this offense yeah and the data only gives them a four percent chance of winning the division obviously because tampa bay's in there so this is just it's shooting for a wild card spot it's shooting for that third wild card spot presumably in the nfc which i guess is plausible for most teams but yeah i really can't see it for atlanta so of all the remaining teams which way would you go as the next most likely? I'll tell you right after the break here, Sam. Week two of football's in the books, and now it's time to review the tape and get ready for week three with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. To kick off another action-packed week, DraftKings is giving new customers $150 instantly when they bet on but when they bet one dollar on any football game. Listen up, you don't want to miss it. Head to DraftKings Sportsbook app now and place a bet of one dollar on any week three game to receive $150 in free bets instantly. If Sportsbook's not yet available, DraftKings still has huge cash prizes in your state. Up for grabs all season long with daily fantasy contests. And DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code PFF to receive $150 in free bets when you place a $1 bet on any football game. That's promo code PFF. This week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older. New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. But one per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana. 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Uh, of the remaining teams, uh, Minnesota at 26%, I think, is the most intriguing team. You like to spend all your time trashing the Vikings, but I think Kirk Cousins playing well. They, they have a passing attack. The defense has been horrendous. The coverage unit has been horrendous. The The veteran corners are all the lowest graded players on their team Patrick Peterson Bashad Breland but I think they can get a little bit better on that side of the ball and that offense you know could be pretty dangerous I'll take the Vikings in this group yeah I think the Vikings are an interesting team I think I'm right in saying that the Vikings have um, the best quarterback of all these teams according to the numbers so one of those one of the data points on the PFF power rankings on the website is essentially how much, how many points the quarterback is worth to the spread above a replacement level player. So Patrick Mahomes, you take him out of the lineup, you throw in Chad Henney, and you get an 8.5 point spread swing, essentially. An 8.5 point sp- uh, swing in the, the, the line. Kirk Cousins is worth five and a half. 
So that's a pretty impressive number. Matt Ryan is still worth four and a half, though I imagine that's traveling in the wrong direction. Daniel Jones, two. Zach Wilson, two. Uh, Jared Goff, three. Who am I missing? Uh, Carson Wentz, 1.5. And Trevor Lawrence, two. So Kirk Cousins is worth, you know, a reasonable amount is seen by the data as being the best quarterback of this group, which is always a good starting point when you're trying to sort of project anything forward. Who has the best quarterback? So yeah, I think the the Vikings are definitely the, probably the favorite of the, the next group. And then the one other team, if I was uh, taking a shot at it, I, I think the Giants have a shot as well. Like that division, it feels like a slightly better version of a year ago, the NFC East. They're going to beat up on each other. It's going to be close the whole way. It's not going to be like, you know, somebody crawling over the line at seven and whatever. Um, somebody will probably win it with a, a plus record uh, above 500. You know, I, I know that the Giants dropped the game to Washington, but I think Daniel Jones looks a lot better than a year ago, and he was better last year than he was the season before that. If the Giants can just sort of pull themselves together a little bit, they could go on a run and snatch that division. The Giants issue is still that offensive line. We've mentioned that plenty, but uh, that secondary with Adoree Jackson and James Bradbury, Logan Ryan, they have pieces in the secondary. Uh, they got to be better rushing the passer. You mentioned Daniel Jones is playing well, and I think what they're showing is their investment in the receiving core. Even though you wanted Darius, Darius Slayton to catch that pass last week against the football team, uh, they can they can get the ball down the field, and Jones is aggressive enough that they can make it work despite the offensive line, potentially. So yeah, the, the Giants are intriguing in this group. And then that leaves the rookie. Yeah, go ahead. Finish up. Just, uh, just a little bonus tidbit, Steve. Yeah. Uh, the only quarterback in the NFL that is worth zero points above replacement. You know who it is? Who is it? Well, you'll see him later tonight. It's Davis Mills. Oh. Happy Thursday night football. So Davis Mills is a replacement level player. Repla- it's not the, infl- the inflection point. It's the replacement level player. The legitimate re- replacement level player of Davis Mills. Um, the other two teams on that list, the Jets and the Jaguars, I'm a little disappointed in their starts. Not that they're 0-2, just that we haven't seen better quarterback play from the two rookies, Zach Wilson and Trevor Lawrence. So that's why it's going to be a long shot unless those guys play much, much better football without a great supporting cast so let us know what do you think who are the best 0-2 teams in the league we're going with the indianapolis colts and the minnesota vikings it's bff nfl daily